and everyone, I am Minister Marie Cofield with Zion Hill Church family right here in Pineville, Louisiana, under the leadership of Pastor Joshua Jordero Sr. Welcome to Grace for Today. Uh, today we're going to be studying the book of Micah. Uh, Micah is one of the Old Testament books of the Minor Prophets. And we're going to study it today because this book is so much like what is going on in our world as we live today. Micah's ministry was during the reign of such kings as Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah. Um, he served in ministry also during the same times as Isaiah, Amos, and Hosea. So he served along with some very prominent guys. His name in Hebrew is Makayahu, meaning who is like Jehovah. Boy, what a name is that? A mother would name her child with a name that means who is like Jehovah. This book is centered around uh, several important prophecies, uh, the judgment of Israel with, uh, with the destruction, Israel and Judah rather, is centered around the birth of Jesus Christ and the restoration of Israel and Judah. Michael on uh, today is speaking to Samaria and Jerusalem. After King Solomon's death, if you recall, Israel was split into two kingdoms. They had a southern kingdom and a northern kingdom. Judah was the southern kingdom with Jerusalem as its capital city. And Israel was the northern kingdom with Samaria as its capital city. These two capital seats had done something that was very, very morally wrong. They had become corrupted and the corruption had trickled down or just really permeated through the entire kingdom. How had they become corrupted? They had turned away from God. They began to worship idols and false gods. Israel, or rather Samaria and Jerusalem, they had violated the first law of God, the first of the Ten Commandments. God said, you shall have no other gods before me. Brothers and sisters, Samaria and Jerusalem were in trouble. They had broken the very first law of the Ten Commandments. God says, and he still says it today, these Ten Commandments are still in force even to this day. Have no other gods before me. Why? He says, I am a jealous God. When you take ownership of somebody and when you have nourished them, you have taken care of them, 
protected them and just provided for them. And then this person turned their back on you. You become, you're, you're jealous. And this is what God is telling his people. I am a jealous God. Have no other gods before me. My question to you, brothers and sisters, on today, who is your God? Or who are you worshiping on today? Or shall I say, what are you worshiping? Has your money become your God? Have your habits become your God? Some people like to do drugs or they like to drink. Has that become your God? Has your home, the house that you live in, has your job become your God or your car? Has a certain person in your life become your God? You have put this person or these things in the place of God. Worshiping other gods, brothers and sisters, will get you in trouble. I didn't say that it might get you in trouble. I said it will get you in trouble. God basically told Micah on today to tell the people he will destroy them. And Micah, being a man of God that he is, who has so much compassion for the people of God, he begins to moan and he begins to pray for the people. In other words, Micah is standing in the role of an intercessor for Samaria and Jerusalem on today. And it is a wonderful thing when you have somebody with connections with God that can stand in the gap for God's people when people begin to do wrong, when you begin to do wrong, or your children begin to do wrong, your city, state, or nation, when they began to do wrong, God is looking for somebody to stand in the gap for his people. And that is what Micah is doing on today. Worshiping idols, worshiping false gods is the result of participating in sin, practicing sin, hanging out with the wrong people. You know, the word tells us in Psalms uh, chapter one, verse one, blessed is the man, blessed is the woman who sitteth not in the seat of the scornful or with the ungodly. In other words, with, with bad people. The people of Judah, the people of Samaria, you know, these people, are hanging out with bad people. They are listening to the bad reports. The enemy will say to you, it's okay for you to lie, cheat, and steal. The enemy will tell you it's okay to go and hang out with the bad people. It's okay for you to go and hang out in the bad places. You know, I've seen so many good people who were destroyed as a result of their decisions. They made a decision to hang out with the ungodly. They made a decision to do the wrong things. People who have been taught of God, 
people who were raised to love God, to walk in his statutes, and to keep his commandments, yet they were destroyed as a result of their decisions. The leaders of these two capital seats had become very, very greedy. They were unjust to the poor people. They mistreated women and children. Hey, women and children, the poor people, that's a soft, soft spot in God's heart for the poor, for the needy, for women, for children. There's a place that is very special, near and dear to God when it comes down to these people. And when you mistreat a person who is less fortunate than you, when you mistreat women and children, you're getting in trouble with God. The government and the leaders of this time they lived in luxury off the hard work of the people. In other words, the people were exploited by people who were in leadership, people who were the government leaders of the country. They were exploited by these people. They were forced to work. They were forced to labor. And the people who were in high positions, who were in leadership. They were living in luxuries. Their pockets were getting fatter by the day because of the hard work of the low people on the totem pole. Does this sound like a familiar story? I told you, this book sounds so much like the times that we are living in on today. Read it for yourself. The book of Micah. It is only seven short chapters and you will see the world that we are living in today in this same book of Micah. The leaders used force to take away people's land. They took away their houses, their fields. You know, when their fields produced, they took away the fruit of the, their labor. This was awful brothers and sisters, but God sent Michael to speak to the leaders of these two capital seats of Samaria and Jerusalem. He says to tell them if they don't stop what they're doing, I'm going to destroy them. Michael put the leaders, he put the heads of state, presidents, prime ministers, he put them all on notice. He says that you are supposed to be concerned about the justice of the people. You are supposed to be concerned about the welfare and the well-being of the citizens that live in the area where you are in leadership. But instead, you hate good and you love evil. Michael is telling them this is awful. This is not right. And guess what? It has come up before God in heaven. 
And Micah is saying, God has sent me to tell you today. He says, right now, you think that you are God. You think, leaders, that you are above reproach. But he says that if you keep this up, the time will come that you will cry out to God. But Micah said to them, and when you do cry out to God, he didn't say that you might cry out. At some point, you will cry out. The leaders will cry out to God. And he said that when you do, he says, God says, I will not answer you. He says that I will not listen to your prayers. Why? Because you have done evil. God also spoke to the preachers or the prophets during that time. There were certain prophets that were going around leading the people into error. They were giving them a word, misleading words. In other words, we call it uh, during this day and time, they were prophesying to the people. Micah said, God will expose you. Whoever you are, if you are a leader, you are misleading God's people through prophecies. Micah is saying here today, God sent me to tell you that I will expose you. God said he will expose you. And the time will come where he will cause you to walk in darkness. In other words, you will not hear a word from him. God is not going to give you a word. You're not going to have dreams. You're not going to have visions. You won't hear a word from heaven. Why? Because you have misled God's people. And because of your misleading of God's people, you have caused the people to sin because the word that you gave them caused them to walk in error. Micah is saying to Samaria and to Jerusalem that judgment is fixing to come upon you. Judgment. He says that I will destroy Jerusalem. I will destroy Samaria because they have turned their backs on God. Judgment will come upon leaders and judgment will come upon those prophets who have led the people astray. Those leaders who have been mean and cruel to God's people, those prophets who led God's people to astray. I asked you earlier, does that sound like a familiar story? Does this sound like a time that we are living in now? Brothers and sisters, we are living in some perilous times. We are living in a time where we need leaders in positions of authority who love God and love God's people. The scriptures tells us that when the righteous are in authority, the people will be at peace. 
I pray in the name of Jesus that we have peace in our country, peace in our community, our city, state, and nation. Let there be peace. Michael said judgment is coming because your actions have caused the people to suffer. Michael declares today that the day will come, however, when people will turn back to God. Michael said there's going to come a day when people of all races, people of all nationalities, all ethnicities, all different languages, they will run to the house of the Lord. Brothers and sisters, we are living in a time where people need to run to the house of God. Run to the rock. That rock is Jesus Christ, the son of the true and living God. Micah is saying here on today, and, and he says, and when they do so, when they run back to God, when they run to God's house, see, in God's house, he have placed a man or woman of God there to teach you. He has placed someone there that's going to teach you how to live. He's going to teach you what to do. Read your word in Micah. It tells you that on today. God said he's going to teach you how to live. He's going to teach you what to do. As a matter of fact, God says, and he is going to settle all disputes amongst all the nations and all the superpowers. What a mighty God we serve. God said there's going to come a time when there is going to be peace. I love that song that says, let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me. Peace. Blessed are the peacemakers for they shall see peace. Micah announces in his prophecies, he says, out of Jerusalem, well, out of Bethlehem rather, God is going to bring a ruler. He's going to bring a king. He's out of the seed of David. And I like the way that Isaiah said, because he and Micah's ministry were along the same times and their messages are right there aligned with one another. He went on to say that, and the government shall be upon his shoulders. Wow. God is going to send somebody out of Bethlehem and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor. His name shall be called Prince of Peace, Mighty God. What a mighty God we serve. The person that he's talking about is Jesus Christ. Because Michael realizes here through God's leading that the people of this world 
are in need of a savior and that I'm going to send a savior to this world, a savior that will save them from their sins. He says that all your idols, all the fortune tellers, witchcrafts, people who are soothsayers, they're going to all be destroyed. God wanted to know, what did he do that was so wrong that would cause his very own people to turn from him? That's a good question on today. Why would you turn your back on the very hand that fed you? Why would you turn your back on the very hand that led you out of slavery from Pharaoh's hand in Egypt? Why would you turn your back on God who kept you by day and by night, by a pillar of cloud, who fed you when you were in the desert. He fed you manna from heaven. And then later, when the people wanted meat, he sent quail. Why would you turn your backs on the God who led you and guided you, guided you out of the hands of the oppressor. God sent Moses, Aaron, Aaron and Miriam. They were sent before them to lead them and teach them. Reflect on how God has been good to you. How God has provided a way for you. He has made a way for you. He made a way out of no way. We could have been dead, but we are still here. That's God making a way. Look at how he has brought you out of seen and unseen dangers. God has brought each of us, and I'm telling you today, reflect back on how God has been good to you. Not just during the times of Micah, even this very day, I told you, this book of Micah reminds me of the present day that we are living in on today. And I've had to reflect my own self, how good, how good God has been to me. We've been surrounded by sickness and disease, but yet God has preserved us. Some people may have gotten COVID, but guess what? You're healed. You're still here. God is a healer. God is a good God. Every time you look around, just recently I turned the TV on just locally. And I'm, I see where they're reporting of murders on this street. Somebody getting killed. But guess what? He said, a thousand shall fall at your side. 
10,000 at your right side. Nothing has come nigh you, nor your dwelling place. In other words, God has protected you. Leaders and judges of influence, people of influence, it appears that they may not be doing the things that they should be doing to help God's people. But guess what? He says, there's going to be a day of peace where it's all going to come together. The book of Micah ends with God appealing to his people to come back to him. Brothers and sisters, that word is still fresh to this very day. God is echoing through his prophets, through his men and women of God. He is appealing today to come back to him, return to your first love. Some point in your life, you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal savior. But then along the way, you lost your way and you strayed away. But God is appealing today. Come back. Come back, sons and daughters. Come back, husbands and wives, friends, loved ones. Come back, business leaders. Come back, leaders. Come back, mayors, governors, leaders of states and nations. God is saying, come back to me. He says, this is what I would do. If you strayed away from me, he says, this is what I will do. I will forgive your sins. He says, I am appealing to you. Come back. It sounds just like he said in the book of first verse. He says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and repent of their sins, return from their wicked ways. He says, then and only then, he says, I will forgive your sins. You will hear from heaven and I will heal the land. God goes on a step farther. He says, and when you do all of this, he says, and when you call upon me, I will answer you. I will hear your prayers. Come to Jesus today, brothers and sisters. He is the same God. He is the same God of yesterday, today, and forevermore. He is the same God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He is the same God that my grandma, your grandmother, my parents worship. The same God who was a deliverer back then, he will deliver you right now. At the end of Micah, he says, restoration 
after Samaria and Jerusalem were destroyed and they were destroyed, there were wars, there were turmoils, all forms of turmoils. You hear turmoil going on today. You hear what happened just, you know, a few weeks ago in our capital. All kinds of turmoil is taking place. But God said when you turn back, he says restoration is going to take place. He says, I'm going to restore you. If you are not saved and you are in need of a savior, call the number that's at the bottom of this screen today. There are prayer counselors that are waiting for you to call to assist you in receiving Jesus Christ as your personal savior. Call that number on the screen. They are waiting, ready to assist you and help you so that you can become a part of the kingdom of God. Maybe somewhere along the way, you backslid and you stopped going to church. God is speaking to you today. I want to restore you. God, let me tell you, God is anxious and ready and waiting to restore you. Our pastor declared on watch night, the prophetic word for 2021. This is the year of restoration. I am begging and I'm pleading to you on today. Come to Jesus. He is ready. He is waiting to receive you in his arms, saying, my sons and my daughters, come back to me. Maybe somebody rubbed you wrong. You were once in church and you have experienced what we call church hurt. Somebody rubbed you wrong. Somebody said something to you that didn't exactly go over well with you, but it was enough for you to say, hey, I'm out. I'm out. I'm, not, I'm done with church. But guess what? God said, even you, there is room. Come back to him. He said, if you come back to me, I will restore you. Hey, that's, that God is a God of justification. He says that he will restore you in your rightful place like you never left. God is a good God, brothers and sisters. God is a mighty God. He is a loving God kind God. He is a merciful God. If you need prayer today, maybe you are in the body of Christ, but you are just going through some things and you say, I just need somebody to pray with me on today. Call the number on the screen. Somebody is going to answer and somebody is going to pray with you on today. You need a church home. Hey, Zion here love to have you. We'd love to have you right here and take you in, 
nurture you, teach you the word, and teach you how God loves you more than anything. That's all I have on today. Thank you for joining me on today with grace for today. You be blessed. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. And remember, God loves you.